What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, guys? Kel Charles Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. The, the news is weird, but this we will be excited for. The news is weird this week. Like, I can't stop getting the submarine stuff in my face. Yo, the submarine stuff will never go away. It's just, it is a very interesting concept and like not even making fun of them. Like you spend a lot of money and then like when you think logistically about the structure that you put yourself in, you're like, I was locked in from the outside. And it's like, I don't know. It just feels like there's a lot of red flags. That it's like people climb Everest. I just couldn't be me. Yeah. It doesn't mean you should die, but like, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, there was, just, someone, there was a, an apt tweet the other day. It was like, my worst fear is dying in a way that like people will make fun of. Huh. So <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, TikTok has taken that and ran with it. There you have it. Well, um, one thing that we used to make fun of was uh, our old friend, Amari Cooper, and his interesting sense of style or at least like the photos he would take at his house i remember like he was like trying to like look cool and whatnot um well luckily we don't really have that problem with our current wide receiver the lamb showing up and showing out in uh paris nonetheless you sent us a gq sports reel him like doing the thing he's like in the mix out there yeah like i'm I'm thinking that he was invited <clears throat> to Pharrell Williams' show. Pharrell Williams just like took over as the creative director of menswear for Louis Vuitton. So badass. Which is honestly, this this stuff looks great. And yes. if you want want a preview of what CD will be wearing, the like when he shows up to the stadium the rest of the season, I think that would probably give you a good idea. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, no, it, it looks awesome. And he looks great in it. He looked like he was having a great time. I, I was like intrigued by like who was there because like Grant Delpit was there too from the Browns. And then, really? yeah. And then there's like a couple soccer players that were there that I'm not super familiar with, but they play, um, I believe they're on the Parisian premier team, whatever it's called. Yeah. Soccer people don't judge me. The fighting, but, the fighting Sacra Blues. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting Escargot. Um, <laughs> the fighting Baguette. 
<laughs> we're, we're offending every French person now, but like, I love you, just so you know. <laughs> I would fight with nuggets. That would be kind of fun. Can I eat them? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was with former Dallas Cowboys fan, LeBron James. Ew. Well. Yeah. Do you take like, a photo together? You feel like at the very least, LeBron is now like a CD Lamb fan instead of being a Cowboys fan. Like he can be fans of our players. Did did he like completely switch allegiances? I don't feel like he like picked a team. I feel like he or just did he was like uh no go on the Cowboys after the kneeling thing. Or after I don't even remember what it was. I think he just hates Jerry, which like you know, fair. Yeah. Yeah. As Jerry yeah, said, make sure you're feeling my though, right. <laughs> it seems as though he's at least a CD fan, if not, um, just took a picture with him. It looks like a party though, like like uh yeah. Jay-Z playing, uh-huh. like what that's so dope. That was like he, they were like it's like small intimate, like that would be so cool to be a part of. You can get stuff done like that when you're Pharrell Williams. I know. Like, I don't, I've never been to a fashion show, but I've kind of been to like smaller ones, but like not like an official like Paris one. And I feel like they created this ambiance that maybe doesn't exist. Like they almost created a full-blown experience versus just like showing up to the show and then leaving. Because like CD was talking about like a pre-party and then like you saw like the after party and like it felt like there was like this whole like moment that was created versus like just a going to the show, seeing the clothes and leaving, which is like totally a Pharrell move to like orchestrate this entire like oh microcosm of a moment versus just being like, here's the clothes. Hope you like them. See you later. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why he's a creative director. He like thinks of the full picture. Um, gosh, like it really makes me wonder <clears throat> who CD's stylist is. Um, it seemed like they had like pretty heavy hitters there. And like, usually the stylist is the one with the relationship to the brand or whatever. Sometimes yep. it's the player, but I, I'm going to go back and like, look at his, this is fascinating to me. Honestly, <laughs> like I'm going to go back and look at his like previous game day looks and be like, see if he was wearing Louis Vuitton before. And yeah. like, I'm really interested to see like what he wears walking up like this season. I think it's going to be fun. No, I do too. I know there's like this one woman who, styles a d- good chunk of the team and like I don't I just know like she kind of gives them like their outfits and if they like them they'll buy them and if not they just pass that week so I feel like she might be involved but like this is like some really major streetwear which is, like is a different type of style like it it requires like very very intense styling in my opinion like it's not just like I was a like I was a personal stylist at Nordstrom, but like I streetwear, like I'm lost. Like I'm like very lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like the stuff looks great. And it's not like, you know, you're just walking up with a t-shirt that says like uh Louis Vuitton or whatever you want to call it. But like this is like a full fit, like with thought of with, like details and everything. And I'm just like, this is so exciting. I'm sorry if no one cares about this, but I care about it immensely. Just yes. like, because I mean, that's become such a big part of like the game day culture. Yeah. 
is the game day outfit. And I get hyped up when I see them like show up looking like drippy as hell. And I feel like he's going to be like the number one guy in the group this season, like with his style. I am actually speaking of that, like I'm totally in that mode too for the season because like, obviously I work at Lucchese as my nine to five. And so I'm looking at like all the products that are coming out. Yeah. For the fall. And I'm like, all right, like, what do I want to try and get like Quinn Ewers in for like Texas OU and like what, like I've got, we got Dax got a couple pairs and like, we're trying to figure out like who's going to wear what. And like, we've got some fun things up our sleeves. And so I'm like totally in that mode myself where I'm like the outfit matters as you walk into the game. Have you talked to Overshone yet? Um, No, but he is on my list. Uh, he actually was on my list even when he was at UT because we sponsored yeah. and like he always liked to he was like the one that rode the horse out and you know did all the fun things yeah he's a vibe and i've met him like very briefly when i was down at campus like the photo shoot so you know is he an option yes so we'll we'll see what we can do the man loves a full cowboy fit like he gets so into it his um what was this outfit like? He had. I'm sure like a stetson. I don't know, but we had a stetson. Yeah, a full like cowboy hat, like felt felt jeans, situation, and I was like, I'm gonna use my crazy father around like that. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am of the same. I I love like watching how they dress. Like it's fun. I will say like the only other person who does dress like a full cowboy fit is um uh lve like he goes in yeah he goes like way in which is fun like actually for that for the schedule release we actually outfitted him in lucchese's so that was and really he wanted fun. yeah yeah he was like i definitely want these and i was like cool buy them <laughs> yeah no um you also you should think about the what are they what do they call them the bash brothers the, oh. the two amigos. No, I don't Jake know. Jake for shot. We're having a oh. marketing meeting. <laughs> yeah, okay, I did see you. You wrote We're about that. Showing up in matching outfits this year, and I will die. You know what? I'm here for that. Like, if they want to make something happen, like I'm here for that conversation for sure. All I know is I want my team showing up looking ten out of ten, and it looks like we're trending in that direction. Feels good. Feels like we're getting good vibes. So on that topic, if you dress your best, you perform your best. There's a lot of talk right now about like, you know, going into the offseason, heading into training camp, like how Dak Prescott is feeling, how the team's feeling back to back. 12 win seasons hasn't happened, um, you know, back to back that type of level of success since the 94, 95, like lots of <laughs> expectations on the shoulders of these guys do you feel like realistically this team is capable of pulling together another 12-win season what does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape this is scott galloway host of the prop g podcast and an entrepreneur myself Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
<clears throat> I think that that's the obvious expectation now. Um, you know, you've done it two years in a row. You've not, like, even though you, I guess, kind of regressed last year in a way, um, you're still able to pull out those 12 wins. So that's just kind of like, if you're not there, then what are you doing here kind of situation. Um, I think it's totally possible for them to make that happen. I think Mike McCarthy is going to be the X factor here. And if his Texas coast offense works, um, then we'll see it like that. I think our schedule is like good. Yeah. Like it's conducive to like, that's possible. Yeah. I, um, I feel like it's definitely possible. I feel like I've like taken on your, like your, Oh, they're going, you know, they're going to go zero win season. <laughs> mentality sometimes say that again just because it worked out well last time I mean seriously like I feel still a little bit jaded I think you hit the nail on the head McCarthy obviously is going to be the x factor like it's going to be important to see if he can actually have the follow-through and deliver on the play calling abilities you know in his offense again like they call it like the west coast style it's it's you know favors a lot of those skill skill players and you know while we did add into that uh, in the offseason i'm just i'm not as excited as maybe i have been in the past about our receiving core um i think they're solid for sure but i'm not like having these crazy conversations where i'm like three thousand yard receivers like blah 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 blah, blah. like I, you know i mean maybe like prove me wrong for sure like i just i think they're solid for sure i just i think that to be great, you you need maybe a little bit more. And so, I don't know. I'm just kind of in this, like, wait and see mindset, I feel like. Is it possible? Yes. But there's a lot of things that have to go, like, really right. And Dak also has to be on his, like, A game. He cannot have a season like he did last year and have the interceptions, like, whatsoever. Because that's completely going against everything that Mike McCarthy's play calling <laughs> is good for. Like it just right. saying like they all just have to be on their A game and like yeah sure then they then yeah like of course they're gonna have a twelve win season because like everyone's gonna be playing great and like they can't not like sure yeah I mean I th I think that's funny because I you you're right like we have said that before and that's where like Team Forty Burger was born was like you know talking about the wide receiver core with you know uh, Cooper and Lamb and everybody but. To that point, I was talking to Paul last week and we kind of like graded where we think the offensive position groups are at. And I gave, I think I gave the wide receiver core an A or an A minus. Yeah. Um, and obviously my thinking was, you know, you made a major upgrade off of last year um, and you have gal coming back more healed than before um but the the other position group that i was like intrigued by and i think because obviously you and i talked a million times about offensive line and all that stuff and like how we wanted them to draft you know an offensive lineman they drafted a tight end yep. in the second round um and for that it kind of gives i feel like it gives me a peek at you know kind of what 
Mike McCarthy is going to value in his offense in this upcoming season. Um, obviously, you know, if they could have kept Dalton Schultz, I think they would have. But um, I think you're going to see a lot of tight end packages. And I think that they're going to like kind of use that to throw people off. And so when they have these like incredible wide receivers, I think that's just like how that offense is going to play off each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I feel like I'm here for Jumbo all day. Like, let's go. All day. Yeah. I just, I, it feels like that's kind of him hinting at like how that Texas coast offense is going to look. Honestly, Broadus always says, follow the money. And like, you could be totally right. Like, follow the money. Like, watch what they're doing with their money and who they're putting in the rooms to be able to make things happen. So, super valid. Um, I think it'd make a ton of sense. Uh, someone that they haven't put in the room that we're still going to be mourning is uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, you and Dak both. <laughs> yo, I am sad still like I just it's it's not I'm not being logical like let me just go ahead and say that really quickly like I'm not being logical whatsoever um I just honestly I I feel I get really sentimental I'm overly sentimental and it's just kind of like a weird like turning of the page and I'm like oh come on like they're best friends just you know sign up to a friendly deal yeah, that's what they, I mean, they were talk, talking to Dak this week about, you know, like how his teammates are like still like every day, like coming to practice in his backyard instead of like at the facility. Yeah. And like how they're having fun with it and how Zeke is one of the people that's coming over all the time to practice. And he like talking about how that's his best friend. And I was like, that's so sad. Yeah. But like, and I could see, I could, obviously we've talked about this. I could see like a spot for him on the team if, you know, he was able to work with the contract, but you know, while that's, I think people are starting to be like, can he just freaking sign somewhere so we can stop talking about it? <laughs> and I agree. Um, and I would like it to be here. Someone mentioned like the Pats as a landing spot for him. And I was like, that's kind of a good one. That actually could be kind of cool. Like because I feel like Bill Belichick always like I don't know how he does it, but they, they there'll be like these running backs that seem like they might be on their last leg or they're just like kind of no names and they like he makes them into like big players. I could, like Rex Burke, for example. I could be okay with that in like a weird, you know, other dimension. Yeah. Like then I mean we'd have to play them at home, but like it doesn't really mess with us in the long run. <laughs> right. Like if you go to a division opponent, I'm pissed. But, like, yeah. if you go somewhere where I'm like, oh, like, you have some good pieces around you. You have good leadership. Like, I can be happy for you because you're not in my path to success. But, like, don't make me DeMarco Murray you. Literally that. Because I will. <laughs> I'll make a costume about you so MFing quick. You don't even know. <laughs> I mean, those jerseys are on sale. So it wouldn't cost you too much. <laughs> Yeah, that could be interesting. I I would uh I don't know. I need to see like a list of like people landing places for Ezekiel Elliott and pick which side I stand on. Yeah. I just I think it's still like so cute. Like obviously we all know that they're friends, but you know, 
they're still giving each other like that focus and attention in the off season. And that's just kind of fun to watch wherever he ends up, you know, and I wouldn't, I shouldn't say wherever, but mostly where he ends up, I'll be happy for him. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like, honestly, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they're like low key campaigning behind the scenes. Like, yo man, like I'm still working with my what guys. Like, fine. Well, because Jerry keeps talking about it. And obviously, like, Dak is very, like, media trained. Yeah. But, like, he is still, like, slipping that in there. And so I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. He, like, picks the things that he's going to be a little more vocal on. And this is one of them. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. I'm here for it, personally. I must admit. Um, Same. Well, rounding out former Cowboys players. You brought something to my attention that is very alarming, and that is that Deion Sanders does not have all his toes and may not have a foot now, potentially. Like talking about amputating his foot, he has like a vascular condition from like I I don't know, that's from something. I literally I was watching the video on it, and he's like talking to doctors, and they're like, "Yeah, normally you have like, you know, one." artery that's like pumping or three arteries is pumping and you only have one and so that's going to be a problem then um he always had this issue and it's just now like becoming a problem like i'm so confused how that like all came about yeah yeah i mean i don't know but he was like yeah i already have two i already only have eight toes now because i got two amputated and i'm like my god and he's like can't feel the bottom of my foot like that must be really weird like He's still a pretty active person, and um, I just I can't. Yeah, imagine. I mean, this was his first year at Colorado. Like that, it's just crazy to think like as someone who you know used his feet as his career essentially. Yeah. Like, that's crazy that this could like happen to him now. And I wonder if it's like football related. You know, that's so it's so interesting because it like. If it's the artery thing, you would think that's been his that way his whole life, right? I don't know. I'm as much as I watch Grey's Anatomy, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, to this up, day. I used to hook up with a doctor, and let me tell you, I gained nothing from that experience. <laughs> One of my dear friends became a doctor, and that made me realize that not all doctors are smart. No, honestly. <laughs> It's a little scary when you think about it. I'm like, don't ever take me to Methodist Dallas because I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to try to euthanize me there, like straight up. <laughs> Please, dear God. <laughs> All right. Well, um, what else do you have for the good people? Also, like, I, I really liked the, like, that him and P. Diddy, like, kind of joined together to, like, donate to his former team that he um, was coaching. Jackson oh yeah State. that was i thought that was cute how much well, was it a moment that was like what a couple million i think it was just i think it might have just been a million but like because he's a alum of howard so he had you know pledged x amount to them and i think he was trying to spread the love and i think you know he got you got to watch a lot of that program development it was like it was barstool actually of all things that like did a little mini documentary on it. Um, so, I mean, I think it kind of brought them a little bit further to the forefront, you know, for future HBCU 
programming and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I we, awesome. we always love to see money go to where it should go mm-hmm. instead no. of, you know, a submarine trip to nowhere. Correct. Full circle. Full circle moments. No, but I think he's been an incredible advocate for HBCUs. I think that's really important. I think that he showed that the investment is worthwhile when the appropriate resources are put into a place, there actually is traction that can happen and success that can happen. And I feel like that was a really good moment. And, you know, my only thing is like, hopefully they can take these dollars and continue that momentum because, you know, he obviously made a lot of good change there. Yeah, had a lot of great success. And hopefully, um, well, I want him to do well, but like not that well because I don't like Colorado because I am a Nebraska Huskers fan, so. Corn Huskers. So do well, but not that well. Do okay. Okay. It's That's almost really a dead cool. rivalry, but not to me. Yeah, basically is what we're trying to say. <laughs> um, and at the end of the day, it's all about me. Basically is all about me and you. We <laughs> are many, several teams, mainly my teams, all of them, but that's okay. I mean, I like Colorado. I just think it's a pretty stadium. So therefore, they may have a cute little Buffalo as their mascot who runs across the field. And I'm a big fan of that. So like two thumbs up from Kelsey Charles. They they have a deep-seated rivalry with Nebraska. So therefore, I'm not like allowed to say many nice things about them. But, you know, Boulder's pretty. Boulder, imagine like that being where you went to the play. That stadium is so epic, I can't even handle it. It's dope. Um, all right. Well, oh, yeah, Ghostgers. What are you saying? Lincoln's not pretty? Just kidding. It's not. It's fine. We're going to be started on all of the things for uh, uh, all things Nebraska. Just because you hate runs, it doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> We're saying, I think I might be, but I'm definitely losing the battle in terms of the friendship. Group. I just got two thumbs up over the weekend. So. I know. Strong. I need to bring the right people into that conversation because <laughs> I just really feel like I was set up for failure from the get-go by trusting David Hellman's broken taste buds. Yeah, he doesn't like pickles, so you never know. He's a wild card. Yeah, like, he's just a little trash can human being. Love <laughs> it. It does not count. Yeah, if you missed last week, go back and listen to some epic tales from Kelsey and and david hellman yes. young david hellman we'll do that again we should just find someone else for the next week's episode because i actually want to do that again that was really fun and i have like more things i want to talk about i bet mashoda has some good stuff up his sleeve oh we definitely should call mashoda like <laughs> we'll do that for sure we always love a mashoda moment maybe even Johnny like Brad- Bratis. we'll call Bratis too oh my god yeah well th- then ex- we have to block out two hours yeah, Broadus would be like a full like six hour marathon of like real talks. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hang. Make sure you are subscribed to the Blogger and the Boys podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also come hang out with Megan and I on social media. We're kind of fun occasionally. I'm on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles and Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And thanks to everyone that uh, donated to the Jello Shop Fund, you real ones. We bro- broke the record. Yo, I saw that. That was nuts. 
You guys it was single-handedly tore it down. We were there when that happened. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. Nuts. Um, well, my earbuds are not recovered. Yeah, insane. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna leave you with the most important thing outside of LSU being the Jello Shot Championship that you need to remember. With wait, take with you wherever you go. Words are hard, but this saying Dallas. isn't. Megan, leave the good people with what they need. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Bye, guys. For never ever. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the phone? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.